Hi, my loves. It's me. You're speaking with Chantel. Oh my gosh, here we are again for another episode. What is this, episode six? Where is the time going? Um, so just to start, I wanted to start by saying thank you guys, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate. I wish you a happy one. Um, since it's like towards the end of the year, you know, they come out with like the streams and stuff like that of like how many streams you've had, like companies give you your data towards the end of the year and I was shocked to see that my highest streamed episode had 50,000 listeners it's a little overwhelming (laughs) to think that there's 50,000 of you guys listening to me um just talk about Jesus and talk about my random experiences and it makes me really happy and I'm so glad that you guys are all there listening um so just thank you for being here And a lot of you guys also sent me your top stream from Spotify, and I was in your top five. Literally, I teared up. Like, not even kidding. (laughs) Even for some of you guys, I was like, oh my gosh, can you send me a screenshot? Not because I didn't believe you, but just because it was, it's just really surreal to me. And I'm just thankful for every single one of you. When I made this podcast, I really just wanted to be a blessing to someone. And I always said that even if one person got something out of it, then it was worth it to me. So to think that all of you guys are listening and all the people who message me are getting something out of it from the bottom of my heart, it means so much to me. And I just pray for you guys and I'm just glad you're here and I will stop rambling about how much I love you guys because <laughs> I could do it all day. Um, so yeah, so today I wanted to do a little throwback and talk to you guys about... Not what made me into Chantel Speaks, quote-unquote, but kind of give you guys a little bit of insight into my journey. So this podcast is called Speaking with Chantel, Chantel Speaks. Um, And so the name actually arose because in middle school I had this teacher and I had a total girl crush on her. I thought she was the coolest person ever. I wanted to be exactly like her. She was so free-spirited and just... I just had never met a teacher like that before. She was also an English teacher, and I've seen some, like, jokey posts about, like, oh, did you have a crazy English teacher, too? So I think we've all had, like, (laughs) eccentric English teachers, but she was definitely one of them for me, and her email address was annaspeaks12 at gmail, whatever. That was her personal email address, and I remember seeing it and just being inspired by it and just being like, oh, I want to be Chantel Speaks, and I had, like, told her about it, and she was like, yeah course you can be Chantel Speaks and I I was just over the moon about it but (laughs) but now looking back on it I'm like wow it was kind of prophetic like to me I just was trying to copy my teacher because I thought she was cool oh my gosh I just realized I gave out her email address I don't know if she uses it anymore um but don't spam her guys please but anyways but yeah at the time I was just thinking about like oh I just want to be like my teacher you know but In reality, I think it was more prophetic, because here I am speaking as Chantel. Um, So in high school, moving on, (laughs) I went to three high schools, guys. So I went to one from my freshman year to half of my sophomore year, another half of my sophomore year to my junior year, and then another one my senior year. And so obviously moving around a lot, it was hard, but uh, this is not the episode for me to talk about my high school experiences. So basically, (laughs) senior year, I was starting at this new school, and as you guys know, senior year is when you graduate. 
So obviously being at a whole new school, I had nothing under my belt. Um, I didn't have like, oh, I get a cord from my freshman year stuff that I did. Oh, I got this stole or this medal from this. So I really wanted to be decked out at graduation. I wanted to have all these cords and all these stoles because I felt like I had, I knew I had done so much in my high school career. And now that I was at this new school, I wasn't going to have anything to show for it. So I did everything I could to join literally any and every club that was offering a cord that I qualified for. So I don't know if different countries do cords, but basically it's like, you can Google it just look up graduation cord but it's basically like something you put around your neck at graduation and you get one for different clubs different activities different things you're in and it's kind of just like your way of showing off like oh this is what I did in high school I was really involved da 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 da, da. not everyone has them um and not everyone thinks they're a big deal but I was very like type A so I really wanted to have all these cords so I joined any club that I qualified for. So I was in Math Honor Society, Earth Club, Acts of Kindness Club, literally anything, I was in it. And I was doing all of this along with my IB diploma, which was super taxing and exhausting. Um, and to get that diploma, I had to do like 50 hours of community service. I had to organize my own community service project. And I had to write was what was essentially like a mini thesis paper, a 10-page essay, I had to organize. <laughs> it was a lot. I had to study and prepare for multiple oral and written exams. It was a very big deal. And I was doing all of this while applying for college and trying to have my senior year and have some type of fun uh, while doing all this other stuff. So my days were very long. And like I mentioned a little bit before, I had a very type A personality, perfectionist, everything needs to be done right. So that was just making my days even longer. Uh, so towards the end of December, my best friend at the time, she told me that we had a meeting for this club I had joined called FBLA. And I had only been to one meeting all semester, <laughs> the very first one where I just went and heard about it because she had told me, oh, you get a cord for it. So I just went to that meeting and I went to my other obligations. So she told me we had this meeting and that I had to go. I couldn't miss it this time if I wanted the cord. So I went with her to the meeting and they explained how our competition was the following week. And I had totally spaced that we even had a competition. So basically the way that it worked was they have different events in the club. So FBLA stands for Future Business Leaders of America. I had no interest in business. I never saw myself running my own business. I didn't know anything about business. I had taken an economics class and that was the extent of my business knowledge. But like I said, I was looking for the cord. So that was really why I was there. Um, so basically what they do is they had like different events you could do. And most of the exam, most of the, t <laughs> most of the events were exam based. So you would spend the semester studying, studying, studying for this exam, and then you go to the competition and you take the exam. And then the person who had the highest score would be the winner of that, right? So that's part of the reason too why they weren't having meetings all the time because we were supposed to be studying for these exams in our free time. Obviously I was not doing that. So <laughs> I went in, I was at the meeting, they're explaining all this stuff and I talked to the advisor and I told her, you know, I asked her what did I sign up for because I didn't even remember. I didn't even think to write it down when I had signed up. And I don't even remember what it was I had signed up for. But she was explaining, you know, this is like an exam 
and she was I remember her being very cold to me and I remember her kind of being a little bit dismissive dismissive which makes sense because you know instead of seeing me for like the burnt out overworked student that I was you know she kind of saw me as like this girl who was trying to finesse a chord out of her um which I was both (laughs) I was very much both of those things um so I remember just asking her like literally what can I do that doesn't involve any preparation that I can just go in and do because I did want the chord but I I wasn't gonna kid myself you know haven't studied for this exam I'm not gonna go take an exam that I know nothing about and just disgrace myself so is there anything I can do that doesn't require any preparation um and I didn't have time to study for the exam as well because like I said I had all these other things on my plate so I didn't want to throw that on top so she basically told me that I could do this thing called impromptu speaking and I was like "Ooh, that sounds interesting what is that about and she told me that basically I'd have to go they give me a topic I get five minutes to figure out what I'm gonna say and then I give a 10 minute speech or I get like two minutes to figure out what I'm gonna say then I give a 10 minute speech and that was it and so I was like okay sounds pretty easy I'll do that. So she signed me up for for it. She told me when I needed to go. It wasn't like a trip where we all went together. It was more individual for this was a regional competition. So I just had to go at my time slot, do it, and that would be the end of it. So I remember I drove down there by myself to do it. And when I got there, um I started getting nervous. I mean, I know I was I was only in it for the cord. But like I said, you know, perfectionist. So even if I didn't really care about it, I cared about it. So (laughs) I wanted to do a good job. But then again, there's nothing I could have done to prepare or I didn't I wasn't doing anything to prepare. So I walked in and I remember I didn't even know I forgot what I was even supposed to do. They had to like reiterate to me what was going on. They're like, okay, you get this on time. Uh, Sit here, write out what you're going to say and then come and give the speech. And so I remember I sat there and I didn't even bring a pen and my time was taken away and I was too shy to ask for a pen. <laughs> Looking back on it, it's so funny. I was I was too shy to say I didn't have a pen and I wasn't prepared, so I just sat there and stared at the prompt and I tried to throw together a speech in my head. So then they're like, okay, Chantel Erickson, go ahead, um, it's your turn. And I walk up and there's like six judges there sitting there waiting for me to speak. And I don't even remember the topic. I honestly don't even remember what I said. Um, but I just talked. I just I just went for it. And I thought I did terrible. <laughs> I thought it went so badly. As I left, and I remember I was still talking when they were like, time's up. And I was like, okay. And I was mortified. I was so embarrassed. I turned around. I mean, I said thank you. I was like, oh, thank you guys very much for your time. Shook their hands, turned around, and immediately started crying in the car on my way home. (laughs) And then when I got home, I was like, okay, don't worry about it, Chantel. You you didn't care about this anyway, you know, like when something doesn't go your way, so you kind of try and downplay it. So I was like, you didn't care about this anyway. You just, you just wanted the cord. So don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So and then I forgot about it, honestly. I didn't think any about anything about it for a long time. And then two or three weeks later, there was another meeting for FBLA. So my friend came to me again and was like, Chantel, we have a meeting. And 
Um, I, I even forgot the advisor's name, honestly. And she said, the advisor really wants for you to be there. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, did I, did I do that badly? Did I, did I disgrace my school? What, why would she really want me to be there? So I remember I walked into the meeting and she was so friendly to me. She was like, she was like, hi, Chantel. I, I literally had to clean my ears and look around because I thought maybe there was another Chantel. There's no way this is the same lady who didn't know my name last week, who was giving me all this attitude now, like smiling in my face, calling me by my name, like we're besties. So I, you know, I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> and she seemed happy. So I was like, okay, I'm, whew, at least I'm not in trouble, you know. So I remember sitting down. And she goes, okay, guys, so thank you to everyone who did the competition. Here we have some certificates here. And uh, she started calling so, you know, some of the people who won. I, wasn't ex- I definitely was not expecting anything. Um, and so, you know, I'm just clapping for the people who won, clapping for the people who won. And then she goes, Chantel Erickson, first place in our regional impromptu speaking. And everyone is clapping for me. And I was like... Huh? <laughs> I was in I was in so much shock and everyone is clapping and looking at me and my best friend is looking at me like what the heck like you told me you did a bad job <laughs> and I remember just being very shocked um I stood up and I got it and I you know I remember I looked really closely at the name because I thought there had to have been some type of mistake um but I there was no mistake I won and that was kind of like the beginning of everything for me and after that I went on to our state competition I was a lot more prepared that time I felt a lot more confident in myself and my abilities that time around and I ended up winning second place and I remember uh we were doing it and it came down to the last two people and it was me and the other girl and they're like, oh, Chantel got second. And I was like, oh, you know, I was still so proud of myself because, like I said, I had just joined for the court. I wasn't thinking I was going to come in and, you know, do my thing. So <laughs> so when I won that, I was really excited. I feel like you guys could hear the excitement in my voice as I'm, like, reliving my high school <laughs> experiences. But I remember I won in second place. I was really excited. And... um I just went to sit down and she was like, she was like, are, are you excited? You get to go to Chicago. And I was like, what? But I didn't win. She's like, no, no. First and second place gets to go to Chicago. All expenses paid. Guys, oh my gosh. So not only did I win, but then at the end of my senior year, uh, my school paid for me and my mom to like fly down to Chicago and I got to compete in the national competition and I won. No, psych. I didn't. <laughs> That would be a great ending though, right? No, I didn't win nationals, but I did score in the top 10%, which was great because there's like 500 people who were doing it. So I was very, very proud of myself. And looking back on it, I just think it's so interesting how God used this carnal thing that I wanted for such superficial reasons, this cord to bring me to my destiny, to use it as a method to bring me to a starting point for what he wanted to use me to he wanted to use me to do in my life that was such a long sentence um because from there you know I went to college 
uh, by God's grace, and I started having so many speaking opportunities. I did a TED Talk on women's empowerment. I spoke at so many conferences, like, so many conferences. I even spoke at our school's Kente graduation. I was the opening speaker, which is, like, one of the highlights of my life, something I'm so proud of. And I feel like all of this stemmed from me wanting a cord in high school and joining this random club and figuring out that, hey, I can kind of (laughs) talk. What I'm saying makes sense and people kind of, kind of mess with it, you know? So, (laughs) so yeah, like I said, so the nothing I was changed, I was chasing, um, and the cord I was trying to finesse, you know, 17 year old me trying to finesse a cord, God used that meaningless thing to lead me to something I was passionate about. So I wanted to share the story with you, and that's why this episode is called Hashtag Nothing Into Somethings. Um, well, it's a Drake reference as well. Hashtag Nothing's Into Something, because I feel like in life, you might find yourself in a lot of circumstances. You might find yourself doing a lot of things. Maybe you're chasing something. Maybe you think something is pointless. Maybe you don't really have an idea of where things are going or how they're going, or you're just very confused and going with the flow. And I just wanted to inspire someone with that story and tell you guys that God can use anything and God will take you to where he wants you to be at. And you just have to trust the plan and trust the process. And all of the little things you're going through, they are like mini battles. You guys know that phrase like, oh, you lost the battle, but you didn't lose or you won the battle, but you didn't win the war. It's something like that about battle and war. And basically what it's trying to allude to is that the battle is small, you know, in the scope of things. And this little thing you're going through, it's not the war. It's preparing you for the war. So win or lose, whatever the outcome is, you're more prepared for the war when you arrive at it. And so, so yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys. <laughs> Sorry, I'm over here like smiling and reminiscing about high school. Oh, Lord. Um, But yeah, I'm over here. I wanted to tell you guys that don't be discouraged, you know, don't be discouraged, keep pushing, keep going, keep rocking, because God is using all this for something, and you have to believe that there's a purpose in your pain, okay, you, there's, in your mess, there's a message, okay, let me hit you with all those (laughs) stereotypical quotes, but it's true, in your mess, there's a message, and if somebody would have told 17-year-old me, that um, I was going to have a podcast and I was going to speak at my graduation, I would have cried laughing because I just never saw that for myself. But God saw something in me before I could see it in myself. And similarly with you all listening, God sees something in you that maybe you do see it, but maybe you don't see it and he's cultivating it and he's putting you in these situations to bring it out of you so you can see it and develop it for yourself. So yeah, guys, Merry Christmas. I hope that all you guys are enjoying your family time and staying safe from the Rona. Um, I hope y'all are excited for the STEMI we're getting. Um, Here it's coming soon, so that's exciting. Uh, But yeah, guys, just wanted to encourage you. As always, my DMs are open. Feel free to message me, connect with me. Um, And I love you guys, and I will see you soon. I have some great content coming for y'all, some really, really good content. So 
definitely make sure to subscribe and stay connected with me. All right. Love you guys. You are speaking with Chantel.